0: All right, what's up, guys? We're here with uh, Brendan Redins. right? I said it right, right? Yep. Not Rodriguez. are yeah, not a funding unit. Yeah, not Rodriguez. Good deal. We got that identified earlier here. So, Brendan, I've seen you play quite a few times um, between open mics and stuff. Um, locally, you played Hoodstock recently on the Virtual Edition, um, which went out all over the, the interwebs, which is pretty awesome. We'll put links to that in the uh, the description, but... You've been playing for how long, you think?
1: Uh, well, I'd consider like when I really started playing would be when I started going to the open mics, which was about two years ago. Two yeah, because you
0: were young playing, like, very early when I first ran into you. Yeah. I would have been at the hood.
1: Yeah, because I was 21, because uh, I couldn't go uh, to bars, uh-huh. even though I was 21. No, I was 22 at the time, maybe. God, I'm losing track of my age. Is that what happens when you hit 25? I'm almost 40, man. I don't want to hear about it.
0: So I'm pushing 40.
1: Fair enough. But, yeah, I couldn't go into bars for the longest time when I first moved out here. And then, uh, even though I was 21 at the time, and uh, and then I could. And I started going to uh, the open mics at Scott Lesman's. Hell, yeah. Went to all four of them for four nights a week for, like, would be, I think, three years now if you know if quarantine wouldn't hit and everything truth truth but, but um yeah,
0: a lot of great yeah. musicians came out of that open mic i've met so many great musicians they just not just in the union area but just in general some of the people that have passed through there and some of the touring acts that they used to get oh, just amazing uh, amazing stuff down there and you've been
1: a guitarist obviously do you play anything else other than guitar music? um I played piano for a while when I was in high school is when I started when I picked up a guitar nice Um, but I was just into I I was a singer before anything else Uh, in choir but only my senior year so not really in choir yeah Uh, but yeah and then the open mics is when I really started playing you know seriously and playing in front of people Uh, I played piano for like maybe a year or two but once I got a guitar the piano kind of fell off yeah that's how it happens That's definitely... And
0: what would you consider, like, as far as your playing style, the the genre that you you generally write to? um, Not necessarily what you'd play at an open mic, but what do you
1: write to? Um, I don't know. Writing comes out kind of uh, differently for me because I do a lot of... I started writing poems first before, you know, I'd sing, but only songs that, you know, weren't mine. I didn't write songs. I wrote a lot of poems and just kind of lyrics in a way. And then when I started putting a melody to them, it's either, it either comes out as like, it could be a rap, you know? Sure. That stuff's usually the darker, more serious kind of lyrics. Um, or more of like a, I don't know, I'd say like probably pop. I feel like my lyrics would fall into that genre after you put, all the stuff that they put into pop behind it, Fair you enough. know? Because yeah. right now I just have chords and lyrics. Yeah, that's um, how it starts. I mean, Taylor Swift didn't have
0: Pro Tools in a box when she started, I don't think. You know? yeah. She had to work up to that point. But
1: Hers was almost country. Was It was yeah, country, technically, was her first album. Bad.
0: And then she used that platform to springboard into pop and yeah. whatever else you call it. And power to her, man. She, she found the formula to write, and uh, she just didn't find the the best lawyers to handle her her paperwork or her relationships that too but, you know the, they do say that a lot of her albums were great because of the bad oh, of the yeah. relationships. 100% so.
1: but I feel like I got a lot of uh, influence obviously from Ed Sheeran because I do a lot of Ed Sheeran covers I can see that So I get, when I
0: hear you and, and when you hear it coming up
1: you, absolutely I can hear that uh, that and influence and when I got when I heard the A-Team for the first time and I think I was I don't when did that album come out I think it was a sophomore. I think it was two thousand eleven, wow. and I heard the A Team on the radio, and I was driving in my car, and uh, that was when I was like, "Yeah, I want to get a guitar and start playing guitar," you know. Yep. That's the one that hooked you. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all.
0: And that's that's fitting because that that segues into what's the what's the first song that you're gonna you're gonna kind of give us here a taste of. Um, the first
1: one. I still haven't really figured out a name. I suppose it'd just be Ten Thousand Feet. Sure. If that, I mean, that one fits.
0: And like we were talking earlier, that evolution of a song—like you know—it'll it, change fifteen times before it finally hits a record, and then it'll change twenty-five more times. And that evolution of of writing—that—that kind of comes along with putting your babies out there, and you know, it's it's an interesting. But uh, yeah, mic's all yours, man. Let's hear something.
1: Oh, you hear that cave squeak? (laughs) Some tans.
2: Below us to keep us afloat. Every doubt that we had was a hole in the boat. Cast out to sea, but we're taking on water. I see that you trying, so why should I bother? I'm drowning in you with these thoughts in my head. This pain in my chest makes me wish I was dead. Cause I'm ten thousand feet deep down and I'm drowning. Met you, I thought you would help keep me grounded. Pushed you away just to let myself sink I'm trying my best to come back from the brink Surrounded in thoughts, got my lungs filled with water Kicked off the rocks but didn't get any taller Thought you would help but you just let me go Left all alone, find the shore on my own And I tried and I tried to get you out of my brain, but we met then you left. Now I'm just not the same. I wish I known you didn't feel the same way. Wanna take me back to the very first day when we cast out the sea into uncharted waters. Tried to hide that I was nervous so you. The storm pulled us down to the blue ocean floor Now I'm stranded, I can't stand it, I can't take anymore Cause I'm ten thousand feet deep down and I'm drowning Met you, I thought you would help keep me grounded Pushed you away just to let myself sink I'm trying my best to come back from the brink Surrounded in thoughts, got my lungs filled with water Kicked off the rocks, but didn't get any taller. Thought you would help, but you just let me go. I'm left all alone to find the shore on my own.
0: Hell yeah,
1: man. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot.
0: Thank you. I can't wait to hear that finished.
1: It's a very... I mean, this is more my style as far as the just picking... Yeah. ...and then hitting the strings...
0: Uh, and a lot of it's leaving open space, like leaving open space for your voice to do some work, because you've got a great voice too. Like the guitar work doesn't have to be overtly stellar. Like your voice fills those open spaces on the guitar perfectly, man. That's that's a great tone and a great sound you. for you. Oh, that's awesome. That and I hear the Ed Sheeran influence for sure. You know, yep. The the playing as well as the voice, and it's not a bad thing, man. It's not a bad thing at all. It, it works.
1: Yeah, uh and there's a so quick funny story. Uh this guy recognized me um at I went to church with Sierra and her her family and stuff. Sure. Uh and this guy recognized us in the lobby and then, well, luckily we were all leaving. Um and he goes ah he yeah, he's like, "Oh, do you, I remember you played at chair, And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like He's like, yeah, we got high together. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. Sometimes that's not the best to be
0: recognized. And sometimes it's like, you know what? Yeah, that was me. It's
1: like, yeah, awesome. he's, you're right. He's right, though, but.
0: <laughs> so as far as your tune, um, what are you going to do with your stuff? Are you going are you, are you to put an EP out one of these days? Are you going to record stuff? What's your, what's your ultimate goal with your music?
1: Uh, yeah, I plan on recording eventually, um, and more using it, because like I said, I'm going to try and get IT certification and stuff right now, nice. just switch my work schedule so I work 4.30am to 1pm, mm. so right now I'm just, like, always tired, <laughs> um... Understandable. But once I get all that kind of stuff done, I'll be writing in the meantime, but that's when I really probably plan on recording, um, because I just built a new PC, so that's pretty good for you know a start absolutely um but yeah I mean I just plan on recording and putting it out there I don't have any obviously playing gigs again once all that gets picked back up but right now I feel like my musician mind is kind of like yeah being constricted stifled. kind of frozen you know i would agree with that 100%. just like that feeling you get when you go out in public and you're like sometimes you're just like uh you know i wish i just wouldn't have done this today mm-hmm. you know and your brain's just like kind of <laughs> recedes itself yep yeah so no i get it that's kind of how i feel right now but eventually yeah, i want to record stuff and put it out there play more gigs um and i want to write more i know that that's kind of something i've been struggling with recently as well it's Just sitting down and writing something, you know. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, it's tough, man. Like I, it took me getting a computer that could record to start writing, because my style's weird. It's I, I'll sit down and just get a riff, and then I have to sing over it blindly and just record it, and then go back and write down what I sang, and then remember what the guitar is and stuff. And it's it's a weird process, but it's neat to hear other people and what they do to write. Like you're saying, you're writing poems, Well, you're writing songs, just in their earliest forms, you know. Mm-hmm that's it's all about that evolution that it, it that a song goes through that uh that's pretty neat mm-hmm. what kind of guitar are you playing anyway
1: uh this one is a seagull. I'm not sure on the exact it's a pretty finished model of Seagull that this is but just straight acoustic yeah it sounds good it sounds and, good uh, on the mic when I started playing at the open mics I brought this and Scott um I'm pretty sure I was the only person that he had to pull out his pickup for yeah <laughs> and uh yeah if he for if it was like forgotten then I'd have to you know use somebody else's guitar or we'd pull out a mic and do it that way but yeah. um yeah I was always like sorry dude like,
0: yeah you know I have uh one of my old ones that, some kind dad's old guitar. It's a it's a knockoff. It's a Martin, but it's not. It's like the Epiphone of Martin, <laughs>
2: oh, okay. of the of the
0: old days. But like, it doesn't have the electronics in it or anything. But I love how it feels and sounds. And like for recording and stuff, I try to use that over the Taylor. And mm. yeah, and the Taylor is great. It plugs right in, hooks right up to everything. It's not an issue. But just something about that natural sound of a mic out in front of an acoustic that it yeah. really sounds
1: you know, really nice. That's good shit, man. Yeah, I've got a bunch of... I've got too much equipment to not be doing something with it. <laughs> Truth. So I've got two different audio interfaces. Uh, I've got like three or four microphones laying around. I've got my loop pedal, amp, stuff like that. And... It's just sitting in my my cabinet right now, so yeah,
0: that's time to uh, time to bust it all out and get to work on it.
1: Yeah, once I adjust this four thirty to (laughs) one.
0: Part of my itinerary is is talking to the artist about their upcoming gigs and their upcoming spots and where they're going to be and trying to help promote artists, you know. That's kind of what the idea is behind the show, is to to help locals and and other people get their their music out there as well as kind of the person behind the music. And uh, as a musician, we're not playing anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? you? Did you have anything going before the Rona?
1: Uh, yes, I, I did. I lost my job at Toyota in January. Ugh. And, uh, took about a month to myself just cause I had the money. And, uh, started booking gigs. And, um, uh, Scott sold me his old Soundcraft UI. Nice. And so I started, you know, booking sound gigs. I did a few sound gigs. I did, uh, one at Westside for Dean. Um, I think it's, I think it's Ethan Tucker. Oh, yeah, I remember Ethan. Yeah. He, uh... He Chris came up to me and he was like, hey, can you stay another hour and run sound for him too? And I was like, sure. But uh, yeah, I had them all planned out and whatnot as far as helping with uh, Rye Stock and Rive Fest and oh, yeah. all that. And then it all just got canceled. <sighs> so that's when I had to look for a job. That's right. I was like, crap.
0: It wasn't easy, man. It wasn't easy on any of us. I was lined up all summer too. I was I was ready to have a nice... Enjoyable music, and then mm-hmm. nope, not
1: today. It's rough,
0: Scott. That's awesome though. Scott's gonna be uh, sitting in your seat here in, in a week or two.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're well, like I said, we're trying to get everybody local in season one. <laughs> yeah. Use, use you guys as my guinea pigs, basically, to uh, to launch this, and then get everybody out there so that, like I say, people can get an idea of what you do, and and hopefully. We'll uh, we'll be able to point them to social media to find you at least doing you know the hoodstock stuff and and people can get tuned on to you. So when you do actually get to a gig, um, you can actually get out and see you. But I know you got a couple other little chunks of music you uh, you can give us for for some tastings. So why don't you grab your git fiddle and, uh, and and
1: give us a little piece of another something else? Well, this one's this one's interesting. Um, it's kind of almost a rap format um and I need to figure out the melody for the ver- chorus more but uh the chorus I wrote based on I googled uh Jimi Hendrix quotes nice and found a quote that I really liked which was uh when the power of love overcomes the love of power the world will know peace huh. and decided to to just base the whole thing around that quote uh so yeah <laughs> nice. Here we go.
2: Sweet. Mostly there's too much war in the streets People fighting and they killing and they claim it's for peace One heart, one love, yeah that's what we all need Come together and agree, it'll set your mind free But lately escaping just puts the cope in motion So we hide behind our phones to conceal our emotions Meanwhile, politicians never have to stand trial. For the actions put in place, what they touch, they defile. For th- which wage war, put the poor out of fight. Veterans aren't taken care of, and that's just not right. Kids go hungry and they're scared they can't sleep in the night. It's real life, it's not all rainbows and bunnies and honeys. Counting fat stacks while you're sipping that bubbly. Honestly, nobody gives a damn about you and your money. What they care about is what you choose to do with your life. Will you lift them to their feet or watch them go through the strife? See what makes a person great is not profit or fate. See what man could change the world, I say, let's with today. If we make a change the world, then we what's stopping the change? Let's add some more love and get out of the hate Cause when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace Too many die too young, yeah they die before their hour Too much hatred in these streets We need to spread more love, understanding and forgiveness, and the world will know peace And if you feel alone, take my hand and then just listen and your heart will be at peace
0: hell yeah man i like that a lot i'm excited i hope you come back and uh and spend some time here and actually record some of these and like get your get your stuff down because we can do that too
1: yeah i've got too many like half done yeah Or you've got, like, both the verses and the chorus, but then you have no idea what to do for the bridge, and you're just like...
0: And sometimes it's just putting it down and hearing it, and hearing the cyclical riff in your head, and going, and, like, I'll put it on the phone and bring it in the car with me, and, like, Mm -hmm. listen to it over and over, and be like, there's got to be something, because I'll get these chunks, too, that are, like, they're not full songs, you know? Yeah. It's frustrating.
1: That first one I played, I actually went to uh, Seattle and hung out with uh, Devin, from Lovely Colors. Oh, nice. nice. And uh, we recorded that song, and we did come up with a bridge, but I haven't played it. I have, I've gone back and listened to that recording. And I feel awful now that I've realized <laughs> that because <laughs> I brought it up. Um, but yeah, know. it was really fun. He came up with this awesome riff for it, and you know, God knows I don't know theory or anything, so or my scales even, so I. I mean, I'd remember it, obviously, if I heard it, if I sure. listen to it again. But, um, yeah, don't know how he played it, but it was just, like, the coolest thing I'd heard to go with that song, so I'll have to show it to you. It sounds like a
0: Tenacious D song. It sounds like Tribute right there, you know? It's the greatest song, but I don't remember how it goes, but it, it was the greatest <laughs> song. I just can't explain it. That's that's the best. And it's, it's tough. I've seen, like, people go into, like, songwriting workshops and, and like come out with these amazing four chord songs that sound very, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but mainstream maybe yeah. that are, that are very you know, radio worthy right off the bat. And it's like, I just don't see that working for me. That's not my style. I can't go into a group of people and be like, all right guys, what are we doing? And, and, and collaborate in that way. I don't think.
1: Yeah. That's why I've never, I've never been in a band um, and when I'm up there playing, like if someone comes up with a cajon, that's fine. You know that I can keep my rhythm. Mm. But sometimes, you know, if there's a drum kit, someone gets up there with a drum kit. Um, it can just it can throw me off, just because I'm not used to that. I still have those kind of nerves where if I'm not really focused and into it, or I up just a little bit, I can you know I can throw myself off Absolutely. completely. If I'm up there by myself and I don't have anything else behind me if I mess up, then it's just me, you right. know? Because sure. if you if you mess up or you get off tempo...
0: You control it. Yeah, and yeah. there's a
1: drummer up there, <laughs> you don't really control it, and that's when I start kind of freaking out. Yeah. So I need... But I know I need to... I don't need to, but I want to adjust to that and be able to do that, you know? Have people get up and play guitar up there with me and sing backup vocals if they want to, just at the open mm-hmm. mics for fun. Yeah. Because I find myself more, you know inward as far as that goes because I'm worried I'm going to mess up and it's going to be more prevalent. But
0: see that's why you're you're in a good community for music and music development because there are so many great people in the area that are like knowledgeable not only in just the theory but the performance the the tech side of it. You've got different cliques and groups in the area which is so cool. And being this close to Seattle like you say you went and had a bridge written with a dude you know. Yeah. That's it's just the area that we're in is so rife with music. It's awesome. It's uh, it's neat to see. I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of your music to see what else you come up with as far as uh, finishing them off and putting them out there because they do sound like the, something you turn on the radio right now, like driving on you know a pop station, and you'd hear you'd hear either one of those sitting on the radio right now and and
1: any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. Well, I feel like that second one. Now that I have, I haven't played that in a while. And playing it here, you know, the whole line about um, just politicians and, you know, rich wage war, poor got to fight, stuff like that, it just, like, feels more prevalent right now. Whether you take the, you know, rich raging war and poor fighting to just the fact that a lot of people, especially during the whole outbreak were like, pretty much all places were locked down besides the essential places, Mm -hmm. you know, those people that were still going to work and everything, like... You know, they're doing that obviously, so they can keep making their money and getting their hours. Yep. But Walmart stock skyrocketed. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. oh, Amazon, all of them, I mean, the deliveries. Yeah. No, it was it, it it's it's definitely made the rich richer and uh, the poor poorer, <laughs> and it sucks. But uh, that's that's kind of what we get. We've given the politicians enough power to where there, there's a bunch of old rich guys determining what the middle class look at the poor. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not a well system. Personally, I'd love to see it torn down and rebuilt from the ground up, new, but I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime.
1: Yeah, I agree with you.
0: But it's always good, and and that's it's nice to see, like, I hate to say speakeasies, but, like, little places popping up where there's little jam sessions that are happening where musicians are getting together in safe, you know, distance jams and stuff. Yeah. Where they're able to get together and still be creative and, and outlet because if you, you keep us bottled up too long and we do drugs and overdose and die or write horrible, horrible music. Like we need to be out creating with other musicians in other ways. Yeah.
1: I feel like there's certain genres that might like, you know, like yeah. have that one song that comes out of this that's just like the next huge like they're like the like that was a great album and it's like, Yeah, we wrote it during quarantine and it's like as long as they don't name it
0: quarantine if they name it quarantine i'm not buying it like anybody who names a song quarantine if there's a band that comes out of this called covid (laughs) or quarantine i'm not gonna go see them if there's a, a song called COVID, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna download it but it'll probably be like the next dance you know in two years we'll all be doing the covid dance like the macarena was it's terrifying how our society takes things
1: <laughs> i remember when i was in high school and middle school it was that soldier boy song oh wow yeah yeah that was yeah.
0: that embarrassed a lot of people
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not proud of myself <laughs> I, I think was i knew in the first two steps
0: and then after you like stepped away i was done and then yeah, yeah. but i was definitely around enough people that knew that Ugh,
1: definitely gosh. don't hit the superman don't no. don't do that <laughs> especially now
0: yeah, that, that's a little risky. <clears throat> well, good. This is awesome, man. I'm glad you came in. What else you got for uh, as far as music?
1: Um, let's see. This one. I'm just gonna. I am just going i have not played a, yeah. like any of these in a while. No. I keep saying that. I'm like, I haven't played this one in a while.
0: That's fine. Disclaimers are acceptable.
1: Let's see. I was on the right chord.
2: (laughs) Sometimes I stop and wonder why. What's so cruel and people hide What they truly feel inside That's why I'm so lonely If people cared a little more Didn't slam shut, close the door Just listen close, no, don't ignore You can start to heal it slowly So open up your heart You know it gets easier, only gets easier Tell me where to start Cause it only gets easier, only gets easier If everyone would be more kind We could all be happy all the time No deaths, no fights That's the world I want to live in But then things wouldn't be the same You have to take the pleasure with the pain And never live your life in vain Cause that's just the world we live in So open up your heart Cause you know it gets easier only it's easier. Tell me where to start. Cause it only gets easier. Only it's easier. Nice,
0: man. So when you're writing and like playing stuff, do you hear like the harmony line in there too? Or do you just, you hear your line and you hear your music, or you, do you, like, think of the harmony that's there as well?
1: Uh, I pretty much only hear... Just what you're doing. Yeah, my melody, yeah. and I feel like they kind of sound kind of, like, melancholy um, a lot of the time. But right. that's what I was talking about as far as, like, early songwritings and stuff like that, is that I'm not used to that, or I haven't gotten the hang of that jump, really jumping up a step you know from your verse to your chorus Mm -hmm. um i feel like it all so far kind of stays on the same like not really any a lot of big note jumps and stuff like that Hmm. kind of stay in the just that in your comfort zone
0: yeah It, it really is yeah and i think that comes again like we were saying with the evolution is it comes with time over time your comfort level with how you Perform changes as well as you know what you write changes, mm-hmm. so that's going to be an interesting progression to see how you go along with that and 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 how your music comes out of that. But I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing what else you got. So keep writing, please. Um, keep the music alive, and we'll obviously have some Facebook links um, to the Hoodstock. Did stock. you do? Yeah, the Hoodstock was yeah, fun. And did you do the year before that, too, or just this past?
1: Uh, yeah, I did the year before that, too. Um, That was my first year at Hoodstock, and yeah. that was, like, right when uh, Sierra and I started dating. Nice. Or was it right before? Well, we you better get dating.
0: it right, because if she hears this, she's going to be we like, We started you dating about? on August
1: 20th, but <laughs> right, not hear last it. August 20th, but the one before that. And Hoodstock's on, like, the 15th, isn't it? So,
0: Third weekend in August, yeah. Something like that. But Something like that
1: got the date right for us so. dating but the hoodstock date not you sure. got the important one yeah, right that's, that's the
0: only one that matters man, <laughs> man. everything else is, is lollipops and roses from there but no yeah that was a fun gig both of them I mean even the virtual gig as much as you know Rona has affected how we perform being able to do that digital you know send it in it, it was neat to see everybody kind of collaborate together and, and mm-hmm. do their favorite song type deals
1: definitely and it was more it felt kind of from a musician's standpoint, it felt more relaxed. Obviously, it's, you know, it's a yeah. ton of fun getting up on that stage and mm-hmm. being in front of everybody. But the fact that you just did something that, you know, probably upwards of thousands of people are going to see. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't feel like that. You know, it felt like you just went to, you know. Your buddy's to house. Yeah. A, to play some music. Exactly. And, and I feel like, for me personally, I feel like that made me play better. Um better than i do at but you know it's i can't you can't when you're a musician you can be your own critic but like only to it, yourself yep because you can say it to other people and they're like shut up yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no i i totally understand totally understand that
1: you're like but i and they're like no you're no and, you're just good. Like, you're and you just, I just gotta kind of yeah I was just say,
0: exactly <laughs> you gotta kind of just sit there and go okay yep thank you and accept it it's so good we're both on the same page and that, that, that is the way to handle that so Yep. Well, man, it was a pleasure to have you in here, and uh, I hope to, again, have you back in down the line in season two, three, or four, and uh, and you'll have some full-on CDs, EPs, and links and shit to promote. So.
1: Definitely. Uh, yeah, I got, I got um, you oh. know, next podcast, next episode, whenever I'm up here next, and recording stuff like that. I got a few uh, little, like, half songs and stuff, but yeah. see if I can finish them up and uh, get some other ones started and... Definitely. I want to write something happy. I've never written something I feel like that's just straight happy, you know?
0: I do like wrist-slitting music. That's the only way I can describe my stuff. Like, I, it, I want to write fun stuff, and my wife gets so angry at me. She's like, this is the first song you've written that's happy. And I'm like, and it turns out my computer died that day, and I lost that song, <sighs> and I've never been able to get it back. I can't remember the chords, the words, nothing. <sighs> it's, it was horrible. But like, I write sad music and
1: nobody wants that. All right, well, we can, let's write a happy song. Yeah,
0: that'll be our project yeah. for the next one. We'll, we'll be back as a musical guest together and as a collab.
1: Yep. If I come up with anything, I'll, I'll audio it to you on Facebook. <laughs>
0: perfect, perfect. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week with the next episode.
1: Take care.